And we're good, bro. Good to go. How's it going, man? Come straight from work. Yeah, mate. Straight here. My dedication to the show. So, with uh, is that after a 12-hour? No, no, no. Only just an eight. Yeah. Eight started at 11. And with you being at that, how long you been there? About six years. So, have you got like a supervisory job to like, are you more of, or is it just float, always the same? Float wherever I am. I yeah. float around the joint. Because I know you get a shitload of boys work there. So, like, when they, when I you... I just tell them who the labour hire mob is and ah, when and they touch base. And they sign up through them. Yeah, yeah. And generally, if you want work, you can find it at... Yeah. At the Kmart DC at Lytton during the busy time. Yeah. Would it be something that um, when Nate talks about, like, if we could get, like, someone over here living with, like, probably me or you um, to play, like, six months out of a season, a type of job that... Yeah, they'd be able to do plenty of um, overseas dudes there. Yeah. Heaps of dudes. There was some... Heaps of people living in hostels and that, especially in the busy time. Yeah. You know, they always get some people, some work. And how's the week anyway, bro? Yeah. It's been all right. Watched a fair bit of footy on the weekend. Yeah, so I was, I was, at, um, I was with Neeson, um, you know Neeson Bailey? Yeah. Yeah, so I was with him doing a cashy on Saturday, and we're trying to smash it out at, um, so that we could get to the like last half. But, but I was always thinking that they were starting at Norse at 2. So oh I was yeah, like, oh shit, then I feel we could, yeah, one o'clock, I was like, no, nah, we're never going to get there. So we got someone, and that's why I started messaging you. But what, yeah, so what happened in that, mate? So yeah, but the game we're talking about is... West Reserve grade versus Beanley Pride. The replay of the grand final from the year before. And West got it the year before? No, lost. Oh. Lost by two points, gave away a penalty, got back to, got back to 16 all and gave away a penalty in the last two minutes to lose. Oh, so last year didn't go to Golden Point, but they just lost it in the last two minutes. Yep, that's right. And it's a similar kind of... West had the similar kind of team? Uh, nah, nah, so, a lot nah. of different blokes. They... And this year was worse. They led 20 to 8 with about 15, 20 to go. And they just couldn't produce the knockout punch. And it was... They were all over them. Then they made the Cardinal... They made a couple of errors and Beanley struck back. And the goal kicker nailed one from the sideline to make it a six-point game. Okay, and that's right. So that how, what time were we talking about? Five minutes to go when he did that? Uh, no, that was about ten minutes to go. Uh. And they jagged another one. And West were holding on to a two-point lead. Then... At that stage, were you confident watching? No, you're getting nervous. They, they put a kick through and, boy, he got caught in goal just... And this was like a, a minute and a half to go. So they took their time, dropped it out. Third tackle, they give away a penalty. About oh, 15, 20 to the side of the left post. Yeah. To the right post, it would have been to them left side. But we were watching. People came down to the fence and heckled him. They threw everything. He still kicked it. Sent yeah. it in the golden point. And then golden point goes to the second half? Yeah. Five minutes to go, right on half time. They almost scored. Sam Ball, he got held up just on half time of Golden Point. Oh, Went really? Dummy half. He got held up. And they missed up uh, who Kane had a... Kane had a shot. I think that was, um, yeah, that was that was in that first half of Golden Point and missed it, unfortunately. And then about two, three minutes in, they got some good field position on a turnover. They probably went one too far to the right, but the half, experienced half in that Chapman, who's been player of the year, 
he was he was set for it. He got the ball when he wanted it. Yeah, and he finished the job. Okay, and he's a quality half, is he? Yeah, he's been around. He's played some high grade footy. Yeah, Craig Chapman, I think his name is. Oh, and, um, okay. He was player of the year in ones when they won it, and he was player of the year last year in reserve grade when they won yeah. it too. So, so yeah, what do you, what do you, where do you reckon it went wrong though, bro? As a as a level two coach looking on, mate. Turnovers. They weren't. They made a cup. There was a couple of shit offloads, like blokes getting nervous, like. On the first kickoff, there was some dickhead offside. Yeah. On the first kickoff, was it Nathan? <laughs> <laughs> like it was just dumb. It was just like anyway, they survived. They were surviving there. They're under a lot of pressure. Then eventually they scored first, and West came back. It was a down eight nil. Yeah. And then West come back, jagged a couple. They were up. Then they would get. They're all over them. Twenty to go. They all are running. The big fellas. Bean Lee had a big side, big, powerful, a lot of Polynesian boys. Yeah. They were really struggling, and they needed one more. One more would have broke them. But then this try they scored when they got some – when they made a break down their left at the right side, west attack – a defence, I should say. Then winger turns it into the – pass it inside. I might flick passes it to a bloke. Boy, he tries to put a shot on him as he's getting it down, and old mate scores it with about like six inches inside the yeah. the dead ball or like the sideline. Yeah. Then old mate took the kick back. I reckon thirty meters. So fucking huge kick. Thirty meters. And just slotted it. Yeah, kicked it. Never looked like missing it. Yeah. Just knew what he was doing. Nice. So when he was lining up that one to go on a golden point, mm-hmm. you would have put your house on him kicking that one. Yeah. Fuck me, how much? Yeah. I was nervous. I was on the phone, like mess- I was well, on the phone with Charlie, who's mates with Nice. Yeah. And then I'm messaging you, and I was nervous, just driving, listening to it. I was like, "Fuck!" I wish you I was- could feel the momentum swing, like Zach Waller, the coach. Zach, um, he he must he looked poor bastard looked fucking shattered. And you know, like when you're a coach, and you know how when a game slips away, especially like that, you don't know how many times some of these blokes get to play in one. Yeah. And they beat them convincingly two weeks ago. And I spoke to Vohi, Sam Vohi about this in the day. I said, grand final means absolutely nothing. I said, it is, it, form does not count for a thing going into a grand final. It's a new, it's a different beast. It's a totally different, it's just a totally different thing, like a feel. Like there'll be blokes who might be good solid players. They'll have blinders in grand final. And there'll be some bloke who stands up and takes command to win it. And you can be the best player all year. But if, if you have a, if you have an off game in that, that in a GF, people remember that. Yeah. Everyone remembers. That's the last, that's the last thought in everyone's mind is the grand final. Yeah. Did, how did, um, how did our little mate play? I heard he played well again. He was solid. Yeah, yeah, he did. Well, there wasn't a lot of opportunities. I was waking up. He passed the ball from dummy half once and got late hit about five seconds later. And laid down like he got sh- shot by well, a double barrel shot. That's every, he but he, they got that. the penalty from him. Oh, nice. But yeah, they were waiting for him. They were a good side, a good yeah. quality side. And after he did a little bit of damage to him last time, like they were awake to that. And Jason Ganey, the coach, used to be the cup coach at East Tigers um, early 2000s, uh, probably before that late, uh, probably just oh, not early, late 2000s, as we'd say, probably about. Oh nine, something around then. He um 
he'd obviously done it. He'd obviously worked on a few things defensively, like on their kick chase and things like that. They had good line speed. But when they started to tire, they were making yards. Um, Big Henry, one of their impact forwards, come on and he was doing some damage around the ruck. Yeah. Like Gab Corser in the halves, he was he was slaying them. He was can- who he was got- it hooker? Who was it hooker was Wayne Kennedy. Oh, okay. And what about for Ben Reid? Uh, was Trent Shields. He's in the uh, uni rep side, I think, that Trent oh. Shields. He's pretty handy. He was good. He's just, if one thing, too, I thought they overplayed their hand at times when they were up. Like, so, like wrong options, especially from dummy half and things like that. Like, just going away from what was working, overcooking the pot, you yeah. might say. And it's easy to do. Blokes... That's where someone's got to take your man. The balance changed and the momentum just swung after a couple of shit errors and unfortunately they couldn't get it back. They were brave, Wes. They had one hand on the trophy. Yeah. One hand, I think Blake started thinking oh, that. Man. And just in kind of cruise control oh, as yeah. they were doing that. Oh, little things and trying to play, you know, going for big, like for trick plays and things like that that weren't working. You kill know. shot. Clint Dolan's uh, classic kill shot. Oh, move. he loves that move, doesn't he? Yeah. Have you talked to him since he... Um, yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah, him. And he's, he's all good. Yeah, he's good. No cancer. He's waiting on the results, but he went out and got blind last, on Saturday night. So, <laughs> so, so hopes are higher, yeah? Yeah, so he's, he's going quite well. Just want to give a, a quick shout out to Dane Adams for going to three silly Sundays <laughs> with three different teams. Both Mitchie sides and the West boys. Good on you, Dano. So he's up in the clubhouse on Sunday as well. Because I know yeah, Vol- I saw Volshi was, but yeah. he actually got some reps in that team. Yeah. So Dano, you're an unsung hero. Nice, brother. mate. We'll have to get you get you back on to talk about this. Yeah, three. he's keen to get back on. But I, I, went down to, I went down to the gym on Sunday and I was driving down there. I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot these guys are going to be on Silly Sunday. So I like parked over in the far corner and snuck in the gym. Like, but I could only see them up on the balcony, but... They are in Hawaiian. It was a Hawaiian shirt theme. Yeah, red Hawaiian. Yeah, I heard Fats was having a red hot crack again. Yeah, it was. Um, it was a somber mood on Saturday night. Oh, was it? Yeah, I think a few of their boys were saving it for the next day. But yeah, it sucks because you look at as a club, right? And if you take into account West Barton, like Wests and and Wests, and then West Mitchy. Don't worry about whatever Rana's doing, but yeah, no. but like if you look at that, we had we had all our all our teams from Mitchie and West playing out of Mitchie in the finals, and no one came out come up with the goods. Yeah, it's disappointing when you know what you've got there, and you know you should have done better. Yeah, but as a club, it looks good. You know, oh, as a club, oh, definitely. Um, what do you reckon is a bigger gap between Cup and BRL or BRL and Prems? Cup. To BRL, yeah. Do you, do you reckon like a team like Bean Lee could go, could like as a team go up and and be in that like bottom half of um BRL? No, BRL, BRL. Sorry, like the BRL yeah, they are, they're going in next year. Oh, okay. So they will have to recruit people. Yeah, like you have to bring in some experienced campaigners, and that's the whole thing. And I know West have dreams to be back in Cup one day. Yeah, and you imagine they'd go out with a big list of recruiting people. Yeah, like um. I think it's um in the Gold Coast comp they're talking about like I think it's the Mudrubar Redbacks have got into their local A grade for the first time ever down there in the Goldie next year, and they were talking in an article about how 
they've got to go out and recruit A grade, like local A grade caliber players and so forth and things like that to be ready for it week to week. The week to week grind's a big thing. Like in the mid 2000s, like in, speaking from a cup point of view, Brothers Valleys came in for a year. 2004 it was. Next minute, they had a lot of like blokes, fringe, fringe um, cup blokes. They drew the first game against Ipswich. They only won one more game for the year. Yeah. And, they, and then they had some sort of ancient trouble behind it. They were dead. Sounds, within like, 12 sounds like my Sunny Coast team. But yeah. Oh, the poor. Yeah. The, the, I went to Burley yesterday. Mm-hmm. and they got So you just drive down there for the game, yeah? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't personally. My missus drove me down there and allowed me to have some cans and speak to people and get the atmosphere, <laughs> you know, and catch up with Robbie Bergen. And Did anyone hitch up that... Um, from being the notoriety of the, the podcast? Or? Yeah, there was a few other people there. Preston Campbell sat next to me watching his son, Blake Colts, for Burley. Yeah. Lachlan Campbell. But they would have been play. like, oh, that's the guy from any given Monday, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Nick Kosseff wanted to get a photo with me, and mm. I, I was going to do it, but I was just a bit busy. And I'm a big fan of Nick Kosseff. He was there in the crowd and in the league club beforehand, knocking a few back. Yeah. Disappointing for him, because as... Um, as Steve Johnson commented on Facebook, it's so hard to maintain and be the top dog all year in a comp like Cup, NRL, whatever, yeah. Super League and the Pommy Super League. You maintain, <coughs> to maintain that and be, a, there are sides that peak later on. And the thing is, you're, you've been up, like they beat everybody and they beat all the good sides and they were flying. I just had a feeling they were going to get ambushed. And Burley got a gun side. <coughs> Blake, Le- Blake Leary, second rower, played some NRL at Manly and at the Cowboys. He's real good. He's a real handy player. Good, great line runner. Um, Dylan Pythian, he was at the Knights playing lower grade. He's yeah. a 5'8". Sammy Saluma, he's... Saluma played at the Sharks and at the Raiders. Luke Page in the National, have you ever, you've played against PNG and Page would yeah. have played. White Kummel boy was born up there because his dad was working up there. That's right. He was in an NRL system. Um, Pat Politani was at the Sharks and at the Titans for a while. So they had plenty of tough, tough. Um, Jamal Fogarty, he played a few games for the Titans. Yeah, sounds like a big pack too. Oh, they were big and they came aggressive and they, and they had plenty of chat. Anthony Don on the wing. So they had um, Curtis Rowe, the fullback, played lower grades at the Tigers, played twenties and reserve grade at the Tigers. So they had, and he's won, he's won um, grand final. He pl- a lot, a few of them played in the Burley side a few years ago that won it, knocked off Redcliffe. So they had, they had plenty of experience, and they came with plenty of cunt. They line speed, whack. They were talking shit. Yeah, it was good. Poor Shandor was near us and uh, that poor fucker was copping it from the sideline from um, blokes making peptide jokes and shit like oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah. That was some, they were, but he didn't even blink. They were just off. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they got ambushed. They, they had 80% of the ball though, Burley, so I'll be interested. They play Wynnum in the grand final at Redcliffe last, uh, this weekend. Oh, okay. Wynnum knocked off the Black Hawks in Townsville. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm liking Wynnum. Yeah. I just think, They've got the sides that can do it. And so what is that? Is that Australian under-18 game like a curtain raiser? Yeah, there's um, there's a, 
there's a 16 city country and one of the cousins Keanu Keanu he was uh Keanu right he was um he's playing five eight for the countryside he's from Dolby oh really yeah so I'm hoping to go and watch that but it's a long day I'm not gonna stay for four games and then come back later for the main game then there's the Aussie schoolboys and then there's the Colts grand final then there's yeah. the big Dan Winham will get heaps of people there my mate you'll know there'll be the old um, ice dealers from Wyndham, they'll be, you know, like, cashed up after the weekend. They will be celebrating. Mm. So they'll get heaps. Wyndham will, they've got, they're there in Colts and in Cup. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so the boy, um, Paddy Templeman, running them around at Wyndham. Yeah. So and playing six. And Sam Scarlett, real good Cup player, the other half. Yeah. So they've got some weapons there too. When So when, funny stories, when Pat came into the, he get his Q Cup debut, so we went up to, we all went up to, to play the Pride, up in Cairns, and so we took, twenty, yep, and I was like, oh yeah, sweet, and and I was playing wing at that stage, and we took twenty, and we'd usually take, we'd usually take at, at Sunny Coast at that time, we'd usually take like a spot on nineteen, or just take the twenty if there's someone, um, maybe thinking they they could not be a hundred percent for the yep. game, back up. And then we get up there and then we go into like a, a pre-run and then the coach pulls me aside and be like, Freedy, we're dropping you. We're going to give Patty uh, a run at fullback. And then so obviously the fullback's moving to the wing and then I was the one that got bumped. So uh, on Patty's Q Cup debut, I got bumped for it. So that's before he went to the Dogs and played 20. Yeah, yeah. He was a point score machine down oh, there. Yeah. He played it, a bit but of he, Even in that debut, mate, he just played like, it was like in the backyard with his mates. Is that his brother, Matt Templeman? I got no idea. Yeah, he he's a fire. <coughs> yeah, he's played yeah. a lot of country football. He played he's played South Logue as well. Yeah, I think that's his brother. So yeah, he's a he's a gun. Oh, he's a fucking. I reckon great. he's good enough to be back in an NRL system. Yeah. And then um, but it, yeah, even at that age, like he just he had he had like would have been young then. Oh yeah, he was young because he was playing Colts. Oh well, yeah, and, yeah, so and he went to play twenties, and he was setting point scoring records. Mm -hmm. And and he's got a kick on him as well. He's a big rangy thing. He reminds me of. Turbo, you know what I mean? Yeah. Body shape and he's quick. Yeah. Well, when I first saw him playing, I was like, in the way that he kind of hit lines, but he, you could tell straight away he was playing a lot of fullback, and you're like, yeah, he's a ball playing fullback. Like he was very Darren Lockyer-esque, you know. So yep. he wouldn't just worry about hitting that hole, and then he'd he'd think about drawing them in, and then putting that putting a center or a winger through. So. Yeah. So it's no surprise that, and yeah. he only come back. He he missed parts of the year. He was out injured. Yeah. Matt Grote, front rower, he played, um, he was at the Tigers and at the Dragons. He was an Australian schoolboy back in the day, like, so he's been everywhere, went overseas after the Dragons, came back, central Queensland, was at East. He, I think he was 18th man when East, last year at East, made the grand final. He's starting up front. So they've got um, Jaden Beryl, who's with the Broncos. They've got him coming off the bench at Hooker. Like they've got plenty of strike power there. Uh, two centres, very good. Jordan Drew, he was at, with the Bronx. He made his debut 2013. That was the only NRL game he played. Played, scored on debut. Ended up going to the Sharks a couple of years later. Played New South Wales Residents. Never got a run there. Mm. They've got him. Deloise Hoyter played a few NRL games at the Tigers. He's played for Tonga before. So they've got plenty of strike on these edges. Yeah. So you, are, are you liking Wynnum in these? Yeah, I just got a feeling with Wynnum. Burley looked great, but as a mate of mine pointed out, they had 80% of the ball. 
But and Sunny Coast had opportunity to get back in it, but it just wasn't happening. Yeah, got, they got a couple of hometown decisions too, Burley, and that's one thing. When you're on top, fifty-fifty calls go your way. Like, if you throw a ball and it's flat, and you're on top, they'll they'll call play on. Yeah. Or if you're fucking changing oh, I reckon, your ass, yeah, fucking oh, subconsciously that ref knows who he thinks is meant to be leading the game. And yeah, that I wouldn't doubt that with some. And then when you're chasing your ass, and then that forward call comes out, that sells it. It's like, oh mate, um, when in that semi the other week, Canberra and Melbourne, when that Michael Wise had touched that little Bernabale out, and Croker talked him into it and was pointing to the spot, and yeah. he just went and he just shat himself. He's an experienced cup cup referee. Plus, he's he's had quite a few NRL games as a touchy. So there's no excuse for that. I don't believe in sending him hate mail, but yeah, you know, oh, he was shattered. Big deal. Everyone's held you got to be held accountable in the fucking world. That's yeah. what life is. Everyone's held accountable at their job. Players are held accountable. Is there a reason Idrick Lee is not at the Raiders anymore? Because he dropped that ball in the semi a few years ago, yeah, which could have lost him the game, you know, and that's why he moved on. And but do you think? I think that the you know, saying that refs should be accountable as well, but that, it does seem pretty cutthroat with them as, you know, like you've got your main, your main like what, four now? Yeah, and there's a, there's been, a, there's been accusations of favouritism and so forth, but there's some of the questions too, some of our uh, Facebook questions, there's one of well, them. Well, we got questions? Yeah, yeah, we hit do. Em, we bro. got heaps. Yeah, hit them. Yeah, so Roddy's going to win them on that, yeah? Yeah, go and on, win them on that. We'll get uh, and up, one more time. after they win, just ask one of them to come on here next week. Yeah, okay. We'll try and get someone on. <laughs> no, another special guest. The last two have been great. You know, people bagged Dad Dane. Dane was fantastic. Dane, Dane was the best. Dane should be Dane doing Dane will I'm be returning to this show. Yeah. He is loved by this show. Dane should be your co-host. Mark Offerdale loved it. He was awesome. Yeah. Loved Source. Had some interesting stories to tell. Maybe... Michael Offerdale one day, just throwing it out there. Yeah, he if we really like want the ratings up, you know, off, uh, Mark might have brought us down a bit, but then Jack and those back interesting, up with Yeah, those interesting theories he has on the world, yeah. still being flat, moon landing and all those type of things. Yeah, that's People right. dig that, you know, they like to hear it. Maybe he's, a, he's not a Scientologist or anything, is he? Michael. I think he does dabble in a bit of Scientology. Yeah, that would make yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah, mm. yeah, fair enough. All right, we'll get up a few questions from... From Facebook that some of our loyal listeners have slung out to us. I threw only three. How long did you put up the thing? How long? Only did threw you go? it out about uh, probably six thirty. Yeah. Now there's heaps. Ah, first one up. Neil Aldridge says, "What are our thoughts on Israel Folau's return to rugby league?" Sweet. Well, you say that. I just read Offadal had tagged me in something. It was about is Israel as well. It says Christian. He want to hope he doesn't play USA. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah. Well, this is everywhere on social media that Tongan Rugby League is uh, is attempting to register the Falau brothers. Johnny's brother, who was an NRL player at Para and left to go to the Tars. They were at the Tars together. Then another thing is coming out that the Rugby League International Federation... I've got to have a meeting. The, the application hasn't been lodged yet. But just refresh me. Why is he banned from NRL? It's homophobic slurs. And really? it goes against their, 
it goes against their, uh, wouldn't say codes of conduct, but their, it goes against their guidelines. That like, It's like discriminating. It's like coming out and saying you're against someone for their so colour of their skin what or did, race. What did Lodge do? Lodge, okay. Well, here's the point. Lodge, the home invader, mm-hmm. assaulted a person. Yeah. Uh, he stole people in the house. Yeah. And threatened to kill people walking okay. up the street. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You've been to New York before, haven't you, Christian? Yeah. How hard is it to get locked up in Rikers Island? You know, they don't, when they lock you in Rikers, they're not just got you in the drunk tank. Oh, that's it. Man. You know, they're not wasting your time with that they shit. They think you're a fucking dangerous person. Yeah. So he's he's still running around the NRL, yeah? Yeah. And then, but Israel's, guy, Israel's just flexing his freedom of speech. Yeah, this, uh, yeah, he, and I agree with you. You know, Falao might be a religious lunatic, but what? He hasn't assaulted a woman. He hasn't tested positive to drugs. He hasn't been locked up in prison. Yeah. I, he'd have to tone down this sort of chat. And it'd have to be, the trouble is if they did register him and then he came out and stepped out of line and said anything, he put up a list of blasphemous things, you know, that everything will send you to hell. Yeah, he put shit up that I he th- probably would have put up as a figurehead in a sport. Yeah, and he, and he used his position in rugby as a springboard for his religious beliefs. And by the way, I ticked off about five of them things that he yeah. said send you to hell so I pretty much <laughs> punched the ticket really but yeah. you know things like that especially the homosexual stuff yeah that that was number one actually <laughs> <laughs> and things like that like he could have this could have been settled yeah but he chose you know he's they're using him as a springboard I think also do you think the NRL goes they're like they're playing like the this mad girlfriend right or the mad dumped girlfriend and they're going, well, he's not even looking at coming back to NRL, so we're going to look like we have a stand against this because he's no value to us. But if he was value to them, like just say Paul Gallon, who popped for peptides and still plays in the NRL, if he was value to the NRL, they maybe wouldn't have done that. But well, because he's over there doing his thing in the NRL, be like, oh, fuck it, we're going to put a stand against this and go, nah, because of those slurs. To and, come out yeah. and, yeah, and make a yeah, stand. Yeah, because, because they think there's no chance he's coming back here. But if there was a chance, would it be different? Well, and there's talk that he hadn't. He had conversations with the Broncos, but didn't. It only got to a certain point. But the thing is, too, how much money would Falao want? He was on shitloads. He's a strike player. Yeah, we all know what he can do, and the Wallabies could certainly use him, and he could still cut it playing in the NRL. Yeah, he wouldn't be far off playing Origin. Oh no, definitely not. You know, but yeah, to go an injury or two, he'd be in the Origin squad. Yeah. And to go go back, so what's the loophole they're trying to do on this, what we're talking about? With him, they have to have a meeting of interna- the Rugby League International Federation. And there's, uh, there's certain people that want to veto it, certain people want to say, nah, nah, boycott this and distance themselves. Okay, the Rugby League International Federation, it's like the old drunk that walks down the street Throwing up fucking chat. It's shit house, yeah. 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 The NRL has more power than the Rugby League International Federation has or ever will have. And Palau can't play at the nine 
because that's an NRL sanctioned event. Oh, okay, yeah. You know what I mean? So they could stop him that. But he could play in these games against the British the British Lions and maybe and Australia. But it has to be cleared. See, in the statement they put out, they made out he was cleared to play. Yeah. <coughs> but they're having their own dramas there, Tonga. There are players boycotting it. They're trying to get the, the president and the chair and the treasurer sacked yeah. from um, Tongan National Rugby League. And why is that? They, um, Christian Wolfe, the coach, has been fired. He's fired the whole coaching staff and brought play, new players in. Now there are people like Frank Endicott. He was a former Warriors coach, coached the Kiwis um, in the late 90, early 2000s. Now they're experiencing the problem of there are blokes turning their back on them to play. Like, they're all standing together. Jason Tamalolo, Fafita. Oh, so they're saying they're not going to play. They don't want to play. Now, all of a sudden, they're getting concerned what sort of side they're going to have. Garth Brennan's overseeing their side at the nines. The thing is, if you can't talk these big names into playing, it's going to be a shit tip. Yeah. It's going to die in the fucking ass, and they won't be a tier one nation. They'll be lucky to be a tier two nation. Mm. Come join us. You know, yeah, that'll be thing. They'll be playing instead of playing internationals against Serbia and NZ. They'll be playing Serbia and a few other countries like that. Kurt Razor before he played Jamaica. Yeah, Jamaica is ahead of them at the moment. Yeah, as they, as they should be. They're one of the best teams in the world. Yeah, that's true. It's the only reason we lost. That, yeah, and that's that's true. <laughs> and the thing like that. So if all those big names brush it. And don't play. Jennings, uh, uh, Daniel Tupo from the Roosters, all these guys start bailing out. Hurrell, yeah. a few of those other boys. Far out. It, it sucks, man, because it's, it's like the strike. Like in the 80s, a couple of times in the 80s, they had strikes in the NFL. Yeah. Redskins won it both those years. Yeah. So the replacements. Yeah. They had to find replacement players to play over this strike period. And there was always people who said the only reason the Redskins won it because they were strikers. Yeah, Falco got to play quarterback. Yeah, mm. these type of things. So there's gonna there could be some guy. Are they just gonna give these young Tongan kids a go, or do they really? They've really got to just. They've really got to look at it because if you haven't got Fafita and some of these big names playing in Tamalolo, yeah, it's a. It really, um, it sucks because the product it's, it's shit out. Yeah, the product they were dishing up between Samoa and Tonga was fucking sweet like what we were like you know it, i think to be an annual thing like that was just like an extension of a kind of state of origin yeah, style international level presentation origin, everybody yeah wanted to see. which that's why I saw, yeah uh, in that you want to see that kind of stuff keep going especially because they're doing it without new zealand being you know mm. what, yeah so and what's the next question bro uh paul gallon versus barry hall who are uh my friend jezza bodell He's a, what is he, cowboy? No, he's a dog supporter and new, bad New South Welshman from Wagga. He's from Wagga? Yes. Nice. And what do you think? Will Paul Gallon fight Barry Hall? Barry Hall, one thing too, Barry Hall's not getting any younger. And this is a fair... Is Barry Hall the AFL dude? Yeah. Yeah. And he's way older than Paul Gallon. He would be a few years older, yeah. Oh, is it? They'd be similar age. I oh, okay. Who did Barry Hall play for Swans? Swans and Western Bulldogs. Yeah, I know who it is. He's I'll a big, scary yeah. beast of a man, but he hasn't trained to fight for a while. Mm -hmm. So is it going to be one of those token sort of bouts that people get, watch them, 
pay per view and think, fuck, why would we get fi- pay 50 for that? I just found when we watch that shit, I find it so embarrassing. Oh, there was one where Hodges, yeah, and he had fucking terrible poor fucker. One Blake Ferguson got in the ring with this bloke who played footy at Campbelltown and bock and was a boxer. And it was look shit house. It looked like you wouldn't let this happen, folks. If they were sparring in the gym, yeah, you would have stopped it. And things like that, mate. It's embarrassment to the right, every footy bloke who has a bit of a name jumps ahead of boxers. Do they get? You reckon they get paid a bit for it? Or I have to. Yeah. But that guy that fought Hodges, it mate, looked horrible. He was, he was fighting for a sandwich. I swear, yeah. like he was fat, poor bastard, and he just looked like, yep, I'm going to take an easy payday. Yeah. So, so yeah, I've got gallon on that. You'd have to haul just because ex- boxing experience. All right, let's go. Close grand finals. Well, we all know that's ref- in reference to who's that from? David Wheel. Oh, that's yeah. in reference to uh, Dave Wheel, one of our mates. His son Ethan was playing on the wing. Ethan scored a crack and try and had a good game. Yeah, on the losing side, but it's very hard to. Yeah. Uh, it just sucks. Bittersweet. It, it, it's also you lost a grand final before. I've I've only been in one. In one. Yeah, you I, played one in Connecticut. One by about uh, four hundred. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't. I, no, nah, I count the. Uh, I count the West. Mi- yeah, the one in Connecticut is good, but the West Mitchie one. That's like my first. The woulda, coulda, shoulda. Yeah, that go through your and, mind. And that's what I think. I, I I just think players should take more. I know there's got always got to be a winner and loser, but just being in the freaking big dance is so awesome. But also, do you think there should be more emphasis on the um, minor premiers? Because that's... Yeah, it's more of an advantage. Yeah, or no, or just like, you know, they're, oh, they're the minor premiers, but like, you know, the grand final is the pinnacle, but I think they both should be close to each other. You know, it's like in, in um, Premier, Premier League. League soccer where first past the post, there is no grand final. Yeah. Yeah, the... The premiership plate or whatever they call it, yeah. But yeah, I just yeah, the the thing with um um Dave, the thing with Wests this weekend is you also think about how cool it would have been. So if Beanley won last year and then West won this year and then try to get the rivalry, them, yeah, yeah, the big rivalry go on. Yeah, but yeah, no, nah, it was a good season anyway. One point loss is fucking heartbreaking, and you'll be thinking any area made or slight judgments, you'll be thinking you could have done something better. Yeah. You could have done this. We lost one ten eight at Fernie when I played Fernigrove Bears, and I always still think about it today. Could I have done something better? Yeah. Lost one at Mitchie. I was two at Mitchie, and I always think of them. Like you know, like could I have done something better? You know, you always do that. That sort of goes through your head. Uh, Arthur Vernon, Arthur, if you're listening to the show at some time during the week, keen to get you on. He's real keen to get on board and talk about yeah, this. Yeah, sweet. Is he really? Yep. Oh, nice. Arthur, he's getting his, he's uh, got his own business up and running. I'll let him tell everybody about it when he comes on, but his question is, which direction is our game heading and does the NRL send a, spend enough on grassroots footy, especially in the bush? My words are no. No, definitely not. I don't think so. I think that they, if they looked at what, the way that the AFL does it, They'd be, they'd be embarrassed, I reckon. Example of the AFL, Phil Gould was talking about this. Before they moved to Western oh, Sydney... Phil Gould, shut the fuck up, bro. Before they moved Karen. to Western Sydney, they sussed it out for four years, what the dynamics were of the area, the strength, the league, strongholds, and shit like that. Now they're in a grand final now. Yeah. You know, things like that. 
this is the thing. Why Cameron Smith playing 400 games, fantastic, fantastic achievement, may never be achieved again. Or, or if it is, it won't, there won't be many that do it while we're, while we're living. But what they give you, they gave his missus a ring for 15 grand or something like that. Well, Melbourne did. The NRL. Uh. What the fuck? Cameron Smith made, and rightly so, a, a fantastic livelihood out of playing our game. Oh, definitely. Given yeah. his missus a ring to celebrate him playing 400 games, 15 grand would have been fucking nice to give to fucking certain country clubs. That would have fucking kept a lot of joints afloat. That would have been a massive shot in the arm. You split, you divide that between three clubs, fucking divide that 15 grand to certain clubs that need certain things, like especially out there in the bush when there's drought-ridden situation, things like that, equipment, you know, help build grandstands, scoreboards, whatever, things like that. You know, I, I really wonder if some of these fuckers have ever been north of north of Caboolture or west of Penrith, yeah. some of their fucking... I, I think, I reckon it seems like when you look at, also when you look at NRL, like the development staffing for NRL, right, in the regions, Yep. I do believe they're definitely, they seem a bit understaffed, like with what the like what areas they're meant to be going out. And you, if you don't have enough staff to be going, to be like focusing on, enough, like just say you've got 50 schools, you know, it's so hard to go and try to promote the game between so, uh, so little... And they have more development officers in the AFL and yeah. they get to this um, kick and things like that. Mm. I do think I do think the rugby league does it better than rugby union does. But yeah. I think we're a long shot off what AFL's doing and also what soccer's doing. And I do think we need to be running more like with the California Rugby League, like... Tommy Stevenson got 30 blokes at a tryout on the weekend, which is phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, is Tom still alive? Because yeah. I haven't received anything in the fucking mail, bro. I got some hats and some other Wombats gear and a nice Bronco shirt. If you, I'll give I'll, it to you yeah. if you want. <laughs> you can have my Bronco shirt if you want. It looks good. It's it old sick? school sort of one. Yeah. Like 88 sort of Broncos. Stuff, yeah. But it's, it's good. I'll give you the All shirt. Right. Sorry, I cut you off, mate. Keep going. No, no, that's fine. The thing is, you need this development site. I'd love it. See, you use are on limited time when you go to play this qualifier in Florida. And there'll be reasons why. But if you could, one afternoon uh, of training, go and do a coaching clinic somewhere, yeah. like the NRL sides do, like Magic Round, when a lot of the NRL sides go out and they train somewhere or do coaching clinics, plant the seed. Somehow, like some of these, like, um, international federations got to come up with some cheap footies to give to kids so I see them kicking around. Nate Gladden spoke about this before, so they've got a got a rugby league ball and they ha start liking a team. You know, I know it's it's hard too, but like a lot, we, we've spoken about this a few times. A lot of those boys, like in the USA side, Joey Eichner, Brandon Anderson, Jameel Robinson, all those sort of boys. Oh, that, they're fucking poster boys too. Yeah. All those specimen and big muscly specimen start. Use yeah. your product. What you've exactly. got exactly. Some like I go through Joey Eichner's Instagram. I sometimes start fucking rubbing one out. Yeah. yeah, well, it's hard not to. Oh, the Eichner. He's I'm sure. He's and Jamil and she look like they're produced in labs. Yeah, you've got blokes like that. They have areas where they're from, especially around there in Florida, and they they're getting more teams in Florida, like um the renegades and things like that yeah 
um, Dingo and a lot of the other sides, they sort of um, they get a, they get around, and like the Copperheads things like that. You've got to be promoting the game, getting people there. You're playing a World Cup qualifier, and you've done it there um, the last few times. That needs to be promoted more. Yeah. Like even getting someone on the local radio and getting plugging it. Like as I've said, you go down the old shopping mall and you plug. And you start handing out free tickets. Yeah. Free tickets get people there. That's right. And if you get the kids in for free, the kids will want to go. You get the parents to go. People start coming. You get the crowds in. You go, you're giving out tickets at these sort of coaching clinics at schools and get people in. Yeah. You know, and that's what you've got to do. You've got to get crowds. You've got to spread the word and get and get a footprint, slowly getting the footprint. Because you've got blokes like, like with South Sydney, um, Russell Crowe, Owner of South Sydney, basically. Has he still got part in them? Yeah, he still has a role there. Yeah. And yet then there's, um, you know, like um, they were going to get Manly and South to play an NRL fixture game in LA, but it just never couldn't fit it all in because, one, that's Hugh Jackman's team and it's Russell Crowe's team and use them as m- big um, publi- publicity sort of magnets. This is the thing. They've got. We've got to be doing those sort of things more often. Red Star Belgrave, they're doing a good job. They get those boys over there in Belgrave, but they're flogging everyone. They're winning by a million. And what? How? How many weeks? So, what competition is this in? Oh, uh, Red Star. Uh, Red Star. What are they? The Balkan Super League, I think it's okay. called. Yeah. And the Chasing Kangaroos podcast boys, like Mick Carboni and that, they have more details of it. But Monty Gaddis, who we talk about in this show. Monty Gaddis is just athlete for hire, you know. He'll play league, he'll play union. Yeah. Usually, but he's playing for San Fran in this game in December. So he Who, was coming up and um, uh, Gaddis is, and they're oh. getting in. I think um, that I think Johnny Manning. Oh yeah. They were going to try and get him to play, but I think he's just going to coach. Yeah. I don't know how his knees are and that Johnny, but getting some of these blokes over there to play. And are you going to head over there? Not this year, Not but this I want to see how. But they're looking to expand. They're trying to get a sevens, a nines tournament yeah. going. But the sevens thing is, too, everyone will, everyone will talk it up and say they're keen now. But when you're only getting 30 blokes for a try, you're going to struggle to get four yeah. teams. Were you watching the live that they were doing with the training session? Yeah, I did a bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. Who was filming? I think it was Tommy. Oh, was it? Yeah, I heard him. Fuck, I would have ripped him if I saw what it was. But, um, yeah, I saw Nate was on the, like, split screen for a while. Yep. And then, yeah. But even that, that looks fucking sweet, you know. The, the amount it's of boys that were there is pretty just impressive. Just because remember, you got to teach them the basics, the fundamentals. Might be big, strong, and fast, and good in your feet. But knowing how to catch and when to pass and shit like that. Yeah. A lot of guys don't know how to do that. Sweet, but going back to it, like, yeah, even even with, like, the amount of, like, junior camps and stuff and, and training um, clinics, I don't think there's it's, it's matching what the AFL are putting out there. Oh, not at all. And I like the idea of what we're planning to do with Nate. With, a bit with the a girls? Com- yeah, with the combine yeah. for the USA Heritage play, the women's USA Heritage players in Australia. Freddie and I are running a, a bit of a combine. Yeah, and ru- and then running a, running like an international game out of that, like USA versus, even if it's the WBP, that'll be sweet. Yeah, get that. So that's that's on the agenda to be played at Mitchie. The fields are getting done up at the end of the year. We're looking to do that. And so if anybody hears of any uh, Heritage USA player, girls 
uh, that are playing rugby league somewhere or even rugby union, they've only got a either it has to be one of their parents or their grandparents, or you have to be a resident or or have lived over there and be a citizen. Yeah, you know that um, get in contact with. Christian Freed yeah. or myself. With like Mark Offerdale, I think he just knew where America was on the map and then got into the side. So You don't see old Offered, unsung hero really. Even last week his feedback is good. It's, it's funny when he speaks as the intellectual, mm-hmm. you know, like you just think of him and he's real concerned about climate control and stuff yeah. like that. You don't sort of imagine that when you think of a guy doing a piss next to his mouth. <laughs> No, into his mouth. Oh, in, into the actual mouth. Yeah, yeah well, that's that's better than Todd Carney. Have you got any other? Questions? Okay, let's keep going. We've Is there a heap or? Oh, there's a few. Just We've got knock, a few. Let's knock them all out, bro. Okay, Al Weller. Say, uh, big Al. Uh, yeah, Big Came Al. Came to Mitchie this year. Yeah, yeah he, he said, was a former Arana bloke. Yeah, and he, he said he couldn't light. get away. Wait to get away from those cocksuckers, and once he got there, it was like a breath of fresh air. And. Not a true word's been spoken. Yeah, that's right. And he, he actually rang me up and asked one night if I was keen to go down and do some, um, like, set their clubhouse on fire. And I was like, nah, mate. Um, and so I just had to talk to him got that down. pyromaniac yeah, yeah. way out of you? Good he on did, you, yeah, so. That's good shit. He also mentions the Toronto Wolfpack. They beat um, Toulouse this morning. Did so they? they're, in the grand, they're in the grand final, which doubles as a qualifier. Uh, Qualification for Super League. So, Toulouse will go back and play the winner of the other semi and then and to meet Wolfpack in the grand final in two weeks. If they win, they've not only won the the national, uh, the, the championship premiership, but they've qualified for Super League. So, Shit. that will bring in some sponsors, some money, and open up the door. Maybe even they could... It might even it just Aston gets more Sims. people looking at North America too. You yeah, know? especially too with the um, New York bid coming in, and Ashton Sims retiring, they could get enough money to bring Mark Offerdale back. Wouldn't that be big for the game? Yeah, Offerdale always said he was better than Ashton Sims. It was yeah, the one yeah. person that he said like it was like, see Ashton Sims, I'm better than that guy, and he's playing in the NRL. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, he did. Didn't he have a shirt with Ashton? Ashton Sims's face on it and say with and a on cro- the, yeah it was had a like cross through yeah. it and said I'm better than this guy yeah. on the back and uh, on the back it said and then there was a the other shirt that said blokes I own Ashton, Ashton Sims yeah. yeah end of it yeah right mm. that was pretty uh, self-explanatory yeah so yeah he's retiring after that so see if he can get them through uh okay Lee one of the ladies from work who's a footy fan. Uh, there's talk about another Queensland team. What's your thoughts on this subject and where would the new Queensland co- team come from? If they were going to have another one, it'd have to be out west in the sw- around the switch. And we all know who... Could it ha- be Sunny Coast? Ooh. Not well, big enough? Nah. Well, they would do have a stadium up there. The Sharks are playing an NRL fixture that's game up why, there. That's what I was mentioning because I saw that and they were like... Uh, and South and the Warriors were there this year. That'd be good. It would be sunny coast or somewhere out west. With the Ipswich area, I'd love to see like a Western Corridor. John O running the show and Kevy Walters as coach. Yeah. Well, the thing is with Ipswich is they've got the right person running the show, you know? Yeah. And they always... John O and Kev. Yeah, that would be great. See, or so there would be nothing against sunny coast, but I think you'd have to go a bit away because... When the Crushers came in all those years ago, because 
the Bronx were playing over at QE too. So they were kind of, they wanted, they kind of promoted the Crushers as the north side of Brisbane team. How bad was watching Rockers at that stadium? That oh, was horrible. Me and my mates Someone used to asked, catch the bus from the city oh, out didn't there. didn't it take like oh. a, And then if you did drive there, finding a park, you had to park like about two suburbs away. It was a terrible place to watch footy. I've never watched footy at the MCG, but I reckon that would be similar because you're that far back. Yeah. You know when they have Origins and Blake have asked me would I go. Uh, it would have been better at Allianz Stadium, um, or Eddie Head, I mean, at Eddie Head, yeah. I mean, when um, Eddie Head w- with the roof over it, that would have been a lot better than the MCG. But, yeah, I'd like to see, yeah, so... You'd like to see the sunny coast. Oh, I just I was thinking like sunny coast yeah, is a good possibly. region. I don't think it's got the peop- the population up there for it, but around Western Corridor, that I think it makes um, but yeah, Ipswich makes a lot of sense. I think Redcliffe makes a lot of sense, but it's Redcliffe are freaking pretty sweet doing their thing, you know. Yeah, Redcliffe be hard pressed not to um, not to to leave them out, especially to they've got the ground. Yeah, they've I think they've talked of building a bloody yard. Um, a hotel, so that would ha- that was where the teams would get put up, and yeah, you've got the training, all the facilities there, which would be better than some suburban NRL teams, and their facilities would be superior to the ones at Brookie or at or at Leichhardt oh, yeah. or somewhere. Oh, their facilities are, it, you know, matching most NRL clubs. So, and that's the thing, like. If Sunny Coast added added stadiums the whole way around, they're f- like at grandstand, sorry, the whole way around it. That so is their facilities. Yeah, I agree. What's the next one? Andrew Preston says, "Who's Preston? Can they, who's uh, Preston? One of my mates from uh, Facebook. We've got know a lot of the same people. Can they bring back the Biff? Ten in the bin for a slap is pathetic. Referring to like both games on the weekend, there was a couple of sin binnings for blokes either bending in the face." Yeah, or, or the yeah. open slap. Yeah, but yeah. If what what is with the open slap? Like, just say hit. Also, so open slap is you can hit people with the base of your palm, right? Yeah. With an open slap, not much difference between your knuckles with that. What are those jersey punches they call? Yeah. you know, like it's just it's all it's all shady gray area. I think it's. I think the punishment's too harsh for throwing a punch, and it would keep a lot of a lot of more players in line if they knew that there was the chances of getting punched in the face. Yeah, would, you'd behave more, and you wouldn't. There wouldn't be as much niggle if there was a concern that you could get knocked out here. Yeah. Like in open ones, I don't mouth off at all because I know that half the most of the people on the field on the uh, opposite team will belt, yeah, well belt the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing, and they're only going to get ten in the bin. Yeah, that's right. All right. Cal Stewart, the great Cal Stewart, he said, what's the best Silly Sunday, Mad Monday kit you've ever seen? Mate, for me, I really appreciated the amount of effort when we won that, we in 15s, because yeah. we set, what we did is we set the um, the attire early. We said yep. it's going to be women athletes, and we knew that going that in. That was going to be, We yeah, knew that, that before the finals, because we were like, we could get knocked out at any stage, so everyone's got to get their costume ready. So I thought, like, you know, in that that year, you you had your your Fieldy, your Stanley doing a very good job with what they yep. dressed up as. I think I went as um, I went as Misha Tate, and someone else went at Ronda Rousey, and we had a wrestle. Um, Johnny Smart went lingerie footy with the helmet. That's right. Yeah. What What's yours? Mine was this year. Shane Livingston came as Prince. 
Well, when the pub crawl, he was it was sensational. It sticks out in my mind. It was fantastic. Yeah, I just I don't think the I don't think the Hawaiian shirts and stuff cut it like a lot of club. You know, like it's they, big. It's been flogged a bit. I think footy clubs, because half the reason we play is because of the end of year celebrations, and you got to set a you got to set a um, standard early. Say what you're going as, so that everyone can plan for it and just get it done. Uh, Mark Abbott, another Facebook friend of mine, says, "Why rules seem to change from one NRL game to another?" And then Stanty follows up with a question: Why are the refs using the sin bin a lot more in the finals? For uh, why are they using the sin bin a lot more in the final series? Both of them that comes under a similar heading. I reckon they're under directives from the referee's boss, and they've been told. With Jake Trevojevic getting binned on the weekend, which and a lot of games is only a penalty. The week before, when when Canberra beat Melbourne, they realised that Elliot Whitehead held out. Ryan Pappenhaus in the fullback out of the play, and they get, gave away a penalty when he was supporting when someone made a when Justin Olam made a break. They then said, "Nah, that's what that should have been a sin bin," and Klein was dropped for a couple of decisions he made in that game. So then they go a week later, and that the refs had it drummed into his head. This is and they've changed the rules. I can't see how you can start to reinforce something after you've let a whole 25 games of football being played and then go, righto, now we need to change it for the finals. Yeah. It's like the argument that Origin's a different beast. Which, it, you know, it 100% is, and it's like tran- translucent that you see that. Yeah, and they, they referee it different. There's a lot less penalty. Little niggly things that get penalised in NRL games don't get penalised in Origin. So that boys, that's the one. I agree with you. I just think that it's been cracked down on by the referees, and they've lo- and they come under a lot of pressure from from the media yeah. as well. Things get highlighted. I just think we got the technology. Coaches, I, we got the technology in the game now to have a coach referral system. I think like so, the referees do do their call, and then straight away, just like a scoring play. They um it quickly goes upstairs after the ref makes his on field call and if it gets recalled it gets recalled if it doesn't they just continue on it after watching that watching that replay in normal speed yeah yeah and then if it is if it is off if their both decisions are off then that coach has a certain amount of um reviews just you know yeah I, I see your point now here's one a good one from Declan Morrissey how does a bloke actually win a sword fight at the men's urinal all right. If you'd like to explain to everyone's listening what a sword fight is. So a sword fight, we're talking the, um, actually w- just with our streams of piss? Yeah, I'd say so, yeah. Yeah, I'd say that you, I, I'd, I'd, I'd say that it's the, the way that the, the stream that is le- left last, you yeah. know, like the, last stream. Yeah, standing. your stream's still standing and the other one's dripping over your, while you're crossing. Would, would someone need to adjudicate on this? I think so. I think so. I'd say that. Going moving forward, we'll need actual referees inside urinals, at, yes. yeah, pubs and clubs, and so that we can call upon them to view adjudicate what stream was stronger and lasted yeah, longer. Adjudicate, and even if um, even if that uh, that adjudicator has has a good mouth on him and can and sucks off the winner. Yeah, well, okay, that's mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that'll inspire people to keep winning. Did <laughs> you? So there'll be a lot of people putting their hand up That's to be right. the adjudicator, I see. Training, you know. Yeah. 
Mick Cummings says, 10-year cycle of the game, go back and play the game as in 1990, a shitload better then than now. Well, different between game in the 90s, all through the 90s was one, didn't have two referees. We wrestle a shitload more now. That's why the game can flow a lot better. And they wanted to slow it up. When it went to Super League, they wanted to play it fast, so it was more... At stages, it was almost like glorified touch. The thing is, in modern times, they've had to change things. Like back in, back in the old days, like if you didn't have a mark, you could tap the ball forward and things like that. That wasn't a bad rule, but like when blokes were playing the ball, you could rake it with your foot, and that if you're the marker, that just gets messy as fuck. Like, what the fuck do you do there? You know, like. Something. One thing with the nineties, I do reckon there were a lot more high quality first grade halves, playmakers. Yeah. Some real skillful players. Like you had some brilliant players like Stewart, Langer, yeah. Cliffy Lyons, all these sort of blokes that could do. I yeah. I just I don't think you should compare them. I like different. different it's a long time ago. Times. Now. Yeah. It's a long time ago, mate. Like now. It's like you you know, it's hard to say. Referees are fitter. They're full-time referees yeah, now. Yeah, it's like comparing, just say, you compare a uh, Major League Baseball player hitting with like a state-of-the-art aluminium bat compared to guys that are just using wood 24-7. Yeah, okay. So throw a pitch to Babe Ruth or throw a pitch to Derek Jeter or something like yeah. that. I think it's something like that. Those so I just think that the game gets better and faster and more... Um, like less less errors as we we keep moving forward and it's just going to like from in 10 years we it, it'll be different from what it is today yeah and i'd say that you can only see it like in this last sort of period we, we've seen a lot of everyone going to the block plays and the yeah and block then, plays were all around there but now, it wasn't the same yeah like now it seemed to be moving back towards the fast and you know like hitting that front fast man. and flat yeah yeah like in the old days they didn't have say, a front rower doing a block play and hitting a half out the back on the sweep line or anything like that. Those things are like, those, you know, those things are modern sort of, uh, um, oh, what do you say, modern, modern inventions on the game, tinkering with the attack, which does get very predictable and boring at fucking times. Like, um, Jess, one of the boys at work, but I do say on that topic, I do say footy in the nineties was a much more entertaining product to watch. Yeah, because yeah, defenses weren't the same. Yeah. Less gang tackling, yeah. less holding down. Raps, you know, yeah. raps wrap to a rap block. Doesn't, you, yeah, you know, a bit of a few tap plays. You know, we got to bring back the tap plays. A bit of variety off the tap. Everyone's waiting for one bloke to hit it up. Jess, one of the boys at work, said, um, uh, "Do one on how bad the Broncos are." All right. We'll, we'll touch talking Denver or Brisbane? Because oh, they're, Brisbane, they're Denver, in the yeah, same we lost fucking part of the today. Day. If you're an NFL fan, Denver Broncos got pipped again today. Yeah, Flacco got sacked about 30,000 times. Our, the Denver Broncos O-line with that Adam Goddess, the Aussie guy. Holy shit. Fuck, we need to find some offensive linemen. Is it, yeah. We've got a good defense. We've got a good QB. Well, our D keeps us in the game. Yeah. Good running back. Lindsay was really good. Oh, yeah. L yeah. Royce Lin Freeman was good. Lindsay, uh, Lindsay and Freeman also yeah. just were the ones that kept us in the game. Yeah, and that's why. And Sanders is in a, isn't able to get hit enough, you know, yeah. because of his, uh, flag, he's always under the pump. 
you can't make the playoffs without a good O line. Yeah, it's sorry, just not going to happen. Go back but like the Broncos, well, there's talk of Darius Boyd going to centre next year. Now, what's your thoughts on that as a as a Brisbane Broncos fan? Yeah, I like it. I yeah, think that's the only role like, for him. He, he's, he is a centre. If you want to get his chat, you know, if you his catch pass to um to Oates outside there, if he's over on that side, and they're a bit thin there, like blokes like um. Uh, is Kahu going to come back? I don't. Well, he's moving back to Brisbane. They may try and get him back. Um, who is it? Um, Shiba Sharky's like the Mitch Trubisky of the NRL. Like Mitch Trubisky's the the uh, Chicago Bears QB. Yeah. Who is there? But you're not going to be making the playoffs with him there. Like. Shibashaki could improve. Mitch Trubisky could improve, but at the moment, yeah, Everyone's they're not up. They're not. Fingers. Yeah, they're they're just filling in there. Uh, uh, Mitchell Pazer says, "Freddy's thoughts on boxing, on as a sport. I don't know, mate. As a, like as sports goes, boxing. I'm very big fan of your uh, MMA. I'm a very big fan of. Um, Pazer's probably talking about the how I dabble in it. Yeah." And I would be up for a three rounder against him if he's if he wants to call me out. But um, oh, the challenge is out there. Yeah. No. All right. Can people <laughs> can people comment on our uh, on my Facebook page if they'd like to see Mitchell Paisler and Christian Freed go th- three rounds to raise money for charity at West Mitchie? No, nah, but at, as boxing goes, though, there if you look at like the heavyweight division at the moment is so fucking entertaining, you know, yeah. like with Fury, Wilder, and um, uh, yeah, there's a lot of quality boxers in there. Yeah, and then it, and then we it, as for a heavyweight division, it's just getting for the state of boxing. I think it's very good because they are put into fights together. Even though we're going to have to wait till hopefully Wilder gets through um, Ortiz, and then we get that Wilder Fury rematch. Yeah, and that's the thing. Boxing lost its appeal for a long and time. And Anthony Joshua, that's what I was thinking of. Oh, yeah, AJ. It lost its appeal for a while, but it's good to see it's getting it back. We'll just go through some quick NFL scores before we go, before we wrap things up. Browns lost again. Just, I, want, I wonder just, if everyone's jumping off that bandwagon. Yeah, yeah. and that makes the Rams 3-0. and uh, Jacksonville Jaguars beat Tennessee Titans. Thirty to uh, twenty to seven, I should say. The Dallas Cowboys have started well. They they beat the Dolphins, but the Dolphins are sucking a big one. Buffalo Bills, three and zero for the first time in about seven years, I think they said. Detroit Lions, Pip Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles are struggling. The Patriots found a way to win over the Jets. The offense was a bit clunky, but their D did the job. The Colts beating. The Atlanta Falcons, Mark Offerdale's Vikings beat the Raiders. The curse of Johnny Gruden. He's still getting hard knocks. It's not really helping him. The Packers, 27, defeated the Denver Broncos, 16, as we just discussed. The Carolina Panthers, led by Christian McCaffrey, running back, defeated the Cardinals, 38-20. to 20. Young Daniel... Um, Daniel Jones, who was starting to use a backup quarterback at the Giants, led led him back from an 18-point deficit to beat the Buccaneers 32-31 in his first NFL start. 
Nice. He was when they drafted him. He copped a bit of flack. Uh, the Saints, the New Orleans Saints, beat the Seahawks thirty-three to twenty-seven with Drew Brees injured and Teddy Bridgewater having a strong game. The Texans defeated the Chargers. Well, is anyone going to beat? Is anyone going to beat um, New England? At the moment, you wouldn't think so. The Rams will be up there about again. Them and I think a lot of the same sides that were up there last year will be there again. The 49ers are undefeated at the moment. They defeated the Steelers. The Steelers are like the Broncos there. They are struggling. And the Browns and the Rams with Jared Goff. He started the year well. The The Browns have a lot of a lot of bandwagon supporters. So what are Browns 1 and 3? 1 and 2. Yeah, 1 and 2. So it's only early days. Yeah. Like um I just think that um I don't know, like you said the cream rises to the crop like top of the crop later on, but fuck. We got to see like um got to see what happens with this like injuries can derail you. Look at it like Roethlisberger at Pittsburgh, he's gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's out for the season. So if what about looking at these NRL finals this week? So oh, Raiders, okay. Rabbitohs, Roosters, Storm. Okay, I think the Raiders are going to be too strong at home. I normally like, I normally like the, I normally like the the Rabbitohs forward pack, but I think they'll be, I think they'll be too good for them. This is it sets a record for most English players playing in an NRL slash ARL semi final series. Watch so watching that Rabbitohs. Manly game, I about 10 minutes out, 15 minutes out, I was like, Manly have got this in the bag. Yeah, and a couple of things go against yeah. you. Nine, you can't tell me how you can be getting penalised 9-3. Like, I just yeah. don't see how sides are that undisciplined that 9-3 penalty counts. Have you, ah, and the Jacksonville quarterback, this lad's name is Gardner Minshaw. And he is a character. He is an absolute character. He was watching uh, Washington State, his college team, play the next day on the source. So, oh, really? Yeah, he is one of those guys who's just out there, loves it, loves his footy. Well, I'm going to put up a picture of him on our Insta page. He is an absolute champion. How, cool, how good is running an Insta page between two people? Yeah, how good is a yeah, massive fan but of the, it. T- today I nearly shit myself because I thought um, uh, Fafita was following us, but I, then it just, I thought you must have liked him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, we fucking made it, bro. Yeah, that would have been good. Yeah. And, oh, well, the big one on Saturday night at the SCG, last year's grand final replay. God, I hope the storm win, man. Like, the Roosters have a lot of supporters that um, come out of the come out of the woodwork. They're flying. This is it. Big question. It's a big question. Can they lift for this? Melbourne. That's their strength. They caught them on the hop. When they caught them on the hop last year in the grand final, like they did a Melbourne on Melbourne, like and just. Suffocate him out out of the game, so I don't know. Like in Sydney at the SCG, I don't know what um if they'll be able to get him. Like with Melbourne, it could be the case of you know you've had one of the greatest um 
you've had one of the greatest seasons in history, like regular season. Yeah. But it doesn't mean shit if you don't win the grand final. You know, no one talks about a great regular season. Yeah, that's what I was saying before. Is like, yeah, no one talks about the minor grams, even though it's it is. We're in Premier, yeah, Premier League. If you, that's all you got to win. You know. So yeah, I see this going for a grand final of Storm v Raiders. Yeah, and that would be, that would be the big thing, wouldn't it? If it's Roosters versus Rabbitohs, I don't think I'll even watch the shit. That'd be interesting. I'm staying at Coogee Grand Final weekend, so that'd be smack. That'd be smack bang in the middle of both territories. Yeah. Who would you support in that? I wouldn't care. I know, like, there's a lot. I know there's. I seem to see a lot more Roosters supporters in the world now. Yeah. Since they've been Clint Dolan's there. just hoping to be alive for this grand final. He's doing well to have, so they got to the stage he's in. If you're getting to the point he's in, Clint Dolan, we wish you recovery. I just want to congratulate you, Christian Freed. I teed up your uh, you to make an appearance in our touch footy team on Wednesday night. Oh, yeah. Commitment issues. Wait, what time? Eight twenty-five yeah, or done. something. Down. So yeah, Wednesday yeah, night. I told, already told the uh, the boss upstairs. Oh yeah, told him. Yeah, I told I'd uh, give her the big orgasm last night. Really, you come up with the goods? No, nah, I didn't. I never oh, well. did, mate. Well, you've got another couple of days to try and produce the yeah. goods there, mate. Oh, YouTube some tactics and. Oh well, I know a friend of mine, Daniel Lane. Lady. Yeah, Laney. He didn't. He qu- he put something up, but it was too stupid for even him. So I had to brush it. What we had to it? have some. I can't remember what it was. I just brushed it so we could have some actual serious <laughs> questions. The thing is, okay, so you're thinking, okay, so if it was the if it was the Raiders versus the Roosters, who would you tip? Oh, I'd go Roosters. Like if it gun to my head, Roosters. You have to just on. We've seen them in big games, and we know how. Yeah, I think yeah. If you go something like that, the. You can't you can't see Rabbitohs being there. I don't think they're a good enough side to be there. And they're banged up. Boy. I can't believe they're in the prelims. Dane Gagai got torn a new asshole by Moses Sully yeah. out in that edge. You've got to have to hide him on the wing. He's, uh, he's a different man that plays club footy to week to week. This is the most tries he's ever scored in a season, and he's, he's got about 10, mm. which is a decent effort. But the thing is, you're a winger. You're an international winger. And he gets picked, and he's 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 good for Australia, and he's great, and he's great for he's fantastic for Queensland. Yeah, I'm think yeah, I, I have to agree with you. I'd love to see the Storm get there. I don't support them or anything, but if they could get there, yeah, it'd be a, a massive achievement. It's just, and it's, if, it's like if it's Wayne can get, if Al Bennett can get the uh, Rabbitohs there, that'd be massive. With the Melbourne, it's kind of like watching. Tiger Woods do his thing in it, like it's you just want yeah. to see greatness keep being great. Yeah, and you you don't you always wonder with that. Yeah. Um. Any more questions? Like, are we no, no, that's anyone? That's We're good. You want to take us out on a final thought? Yeah, just uh, final thought. We're coming towards the end of great footy season. Everyone's had great opportunities to support the team at whatever level. But let's just remember, we've all got to stay rock solid here and keep and keep turning up. Keep supporting your team. Keep being there. And don't become one of these keyboard warriors that fucking 
hacks on people for fucking up. Those blokes, have a fucking good hard look at yourself. In the end, it's only a game. But it's a game we all love. But the beauty, the thing about rugby league, it's given us all so much. And I think we've always got to remember, if you get the opportunity to give back, then take that opportunity. Be it volunteering, be it helping out, or just going along to a game and supporting your friends, your mates, or the team you support. Because always remember, there are people in the world with real problems and we're only supporting the game. You look at the farmers. Those blokes have got drought and they're wondering how their lives are going to be in 12 months or 6 months. So always remember, give back when you can to footy and life. Like thanks it, for mate. that. I like it, bro. And um, thanks for listening to this if you do. Um and where, like, if they want to listen to Nate again. Oh, Nate, again, yeah. Nate Gladden on Rugby League in America podcast. Great show. Nate's a big fan. He's just put up a message. He wants us to come over. If we end up in the US, the drinks are on him. Sweet. And, and yeah, so that's... And uh, uh, what's the one he does with his lovely missus? He uh, does. Um, Nate and Kate... Uh, fuck, what's it called? It's called, like, something like Unbroken or... Really? Sorry, I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. Yeah, no. But anyway, but also, and then Chasing Kangaroos do a good one as well. Yeah, Chasing Kangaroos with Mick Carboni and the boys down there. They're on top of everything uh, rug in National Rugby League. Hoping to catch up with them at the Nines in a few months, in a, oh, a little over a month. So let's just say, so any listen to any podcast with... with Trainwrecked. Trainwrecked, that's him. Yeah. All right, and it's a bit of a different. It's not just a. It's not just not a full sport thing like we talk about with other shit. Tries to give people a different perspective of life and help you out. A few little motivational things. Uh, Kate for Simon, she's big on that. Yeah. Like just yeah, things to just show you a different perspective on life. And then shout out those Canadian girls too. So yeah. They shout us out. Sure and Lil, you great girls. I'm glad that I hope the Wolfpack get promoted to Super League for you girls. You're the PR machine up there in Canada. You're doing a fantastic job on Twitter, Facebook, going to the game, interviewing these people, putting videos up. These are absolute champions. Can't wait to catch up one day. Yeah, and we'll listen to the request. We'll get Dane Adams back here on soon. Yep. And make a comment on one of our uh, Facebook uh on one, of, on one of our Facebooks, if you want to see a three-round fight between Mitch Paisler and Christian Freed, we'll organise a venue, most likely field three at West Mitchie, yeah. outside... Um, 100%, mate. Uh, Paisler, stick your head up my ass and fight for our cunts. So. Yeah. <laughs> he, can even, he can even walk in in his Balimba shirt. <laughs> so, yeah, overexertion, they'll sponsor it. They'll sponsor this fight. No, man. they won't sponsor us with me flat on my face on okay. the canvas. Man. That's good. So both of you prepare for this bout because we'll get this happening over the summer months. Thanks again for everyone listening and we'll be back in a week.